Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Glenn Thinks the Podcast for November, whatever the Sunday after Thanksgiving is, man. I don't even know what the date is. Let me look. Let me look at my little planner here. Uh, let's see. What's the date? I guess I could just have a planner on my phone, but I'm old school like that. Today is Sunday the 28th of November in the year of our Lord, twenty. 21. So, uh, so that is today. And, uh, you know, happy belated Thanksgiving and, uh, happy holidays to, uh, to all the people that that offends, uh, me saying happy holidays, you know, the, the movement there was like, (gasps) can't even say Merry Christmas. Other people don't celebrate it, but the world should cater to me. Man, I'll tell you what, I went down a rabbit hole on Black Friday, right? And I was like, I'm going to watch, I'm going to look up a bunch of like classic Black Friday fights. I was looking for like the fresh videos of the fights from this year, but I went down a rabbit hole watching like the best of, you know, and just watching, (laughs) watching the greed and selfishness. It was so disgusting, man. Like I couldn't, I couldn't even watch it for that long because then I went from that I went to those Karen videos, you know, of them women flipping out on people. And uh, and it just made me feel bad, man. It, it didn't make me feel good. You know, and life is about feeling good all the time. And so, uh, or as much as I can help. You know what I mean? Like, life is so much of like a letdown from what you think it's going to be when you're young that you don't want to like self-inflict. That's why I don't understand, man. I don't understand the people that self-inflict misery. You know, like it sucks enough. Why, why you want to be like that? You know, why do you want to put that nastiness out into the, out into the world? You know, it's entertaining for the rest of us, but, uh, but anyway, I just was like, man, what am I doing? This don't make me feel good to see people fighting over. There was one that I saw, and it was like, it looked like Tupperware. It looked like a pallet of Tupperware, and these people just started fighting over the Tupperware. I was like, man, them people's in a hard way, you know? But uh, but anyway, I didn't go out on Black Friday. But, uh, but if you did, I mean, more power to you. You know what I'm saying? I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. You know, a lot of people get together with family for Thanksgiving. I know that I have a couple of listeners abroad that are is like, what even is Thanksgiving? We didn't learn about that in school. You know what I mean? Thanksgiving, let me tell you what Thanksgiving is, all right? So when the pilgrims came here, right, the Indians helped them out. And, uh, you know, and then we took everything from them. But we had this Thanksgiving you know, where we say, I'm glad I ain't dead. We come to this place and I'm glad I ain't dead. And so, um, the Indians came and they, they deep fried a turkey and then, you know, they ate that or, uh, or I should say Native Americans. They don't say Indians no more, but, uh, Native Americans. Um, but that's what the pilgrims was like. You know, they invited them over to their little houses and they said, uh, you know, we'll deep fry these turkeys. And then when the Native Americans went home, then the the um, 
the pilgrims ate steak. They got out the good stuff. You know, they can't share that. You know, we're grateful for uh, this wild game that we'll share with you. And then they went back to eating T-bones and porterhouses and, uh, you know, living it up at the expense of others. But, you know, so that's a tradition that uh, that we've carried on. And it's a time, it is a good time of year, all jokes aside. Thanksgiving's a good time of year to uh, to reflect on things that you're thankful for. Now, I don't think that a lot of people really do that. You know, I don't do that specifically on Thanksgiving. I try to be mindful of all that I have every day. You know, I try to be, I try to think about first thing in the morning, I try to think about what I'm thankful for, you know, because I know that, uh, I know that I have a lot to be thankful for. And, you know, Thanksgiving's more of kind of a gluttonous day where you just like feed yourself. I tell you what, I ate so much stuff that it was like, I could not sleep that night. I ate so much stuff, you know, and then I threw some pecan pie and some pumpkin pie on the top of everything else that was going on in my body. Lord have mercy. But, uh, but we deep fried our turkeys. That's kind of a rule in the South. Now, I don't think that it's always been that way, but now I think it's a big thing all over, but I don't really know because I'm not all over and I don't, I know some people all over, but I don't talk to them about their turkeys. I usually just talk to the locals, you know, I just talk to the locals about, uh, about their turkey. I've always wanted to be a local. You know what I mean? I've always kind of wanted to be referred to as a local, but they really don't refer to people as locals unless you're like at the beach. Oh, like he's a local. They're locals. The locals don't like all these tourists coming in and out. You know, I kind of like, I kind of like to be referred to as a local, you know, sometime in my life coming up, maybe when I'm older and I live somewhere, I hope they're like that old man right there is a local is what he is. But, uh, but anyway, when I just talk to the locals, maybe I'll bring that word back. That should be not my new year's resolution. Cause I really ain't going to have no year. I think about like, I think about this, uh, this, this, at this time of year, I reflect back over the year and this year I'm reflecting back. There's a few things that I want done that I'm on my way to doing. But then, like, New Year's resolution, like, I'm going to lose this jiggle. Man, I totally ain't going to lose this jiggle. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't even going nowhere. I go ahead and tell you that right now. What you see right now is what you will see in April of 2022. Yeah. That ain't. I need to lose weight, but am I going to do it? Let's not lie to ourselves. Let's be honest with ourselves. I believe in being honest with oneself. You know, I'm totally not going to do nothing. So why even, why even waste money on a gym membership? You know, I ain't going to do that. But anyway, anyway, when I talk to the, lo- I talk to the locals about how you're going to cook your turkey, you know, and it's a rule in the South. It is a rule that you deep fry your turkey. I don't know when that happened. But it happened. And down here, down here in the South, that is what you are required to do. 
there's probably a law somewhere that says you have to do it. If you don't do it, you even if there ain't a law, it's like an unspoken rule. Like you're going to get beat up if you don't fry your turkey, you know? Like if you're planning on baking your turkey, you set up the you set up the fryer outside, you know, and you you know, you take your raw turkey and you set it in the set it in the pot for about a half hour, 45 minutes just so the neighbors think that you're frying your turkey. You know, that's how seriously you know, we take it down here. You know, if if you don't see your neighbor frying their turkey or if you're driving by somebody's house and you don't see a fryer out in their yard on uh on Thanksgiving, you stop and ask, you know, if everything's all right. Have y'all had a death in the family? You know, can you not get it lit? Are you out of propane? Are you out of fuel? That is the fuel that is used to fry turkeys. You know, you might get by with smoking. You know, you might smoke you a turkey. You'll be on probation next year. Last year, we smoked a turkey and fried a turkey. This year, we fried two turkeys. You inject them. You inject them is what you do. You know, get them, put, them, put a little bit of juice in there. One guy I know uses ranch. I don't know. I got to pray about that a little bit more before I do that. He swears it's good. We always do ranch, he said. I said, man, I don't know about that. I don't know how I feel about ranch shot up into a turkey. You know, but he deep fried it, so I just let it go. You know, I didn't say nothing. But uh, but that's just like one of the things that, you know how there's things when you're a local where you're from that you uh, that you kind of embrace, like ways of life that you embrace, like cornbread dressing. My family grew up eating stuffing. That's how I grew up. I grew up eating stuffing, like stovetop stuffing, man. But when I moved to the South, I, I, I developed a taste for cornbread dressing. Now, my family ain't crazy about cornbread dressing, but every year I make the cornbread dressing from scratch, and it's delicious, right? I get my sage, I get my my cornmeal, I make my cornbread biscuits, crumble them up. You know, buttermilk cornbread. I crumble them up. I put a little sage, salt, pepper, eggs. What else is in there? All that good stuff. Oh, celery, onion. Mix it all up. Slop it down. Cook it up. This year, my family ate a little bit more of it. You know? It's like I'm... I'm bringing them. They're coming around, man. They're coming around. I don't know if they're coming around or they just felt bad because every year I make a pan of this stuff and the scoop that's gone is the scoop that's on my plate. But anyway, it turned out pretty good. It turned out pretty moist. I like a moist dressing, you know? So, uh, but I ain't wild about cranberries. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't wild about cranberries or cranberry sauce. It's just not my, it's just not my thing, you know? But, uh, but, you know, frying turkeys, that's just something we do here, you know? And it's kind of like up north, you know, they don't say please and thank you. They don't ask how strangers' days are going, you know? Even if you're, if you're in a northern part of the United States, you know? 
you're the people are known for being ruder, you know, in big cities up north. That's what they're known for. If you're from there, I'm sorry. That's what that's what you're not. That's how we like you think about us down here and you might be like, it's a bunch of rednecks. You might be a redneck, you know, you might think of you as like a generalization. Like everybody must be like a heck down there. We ain't a heck. We cooking some good turkeys, what we doing, but we ain't all rednecks. But, you know, up north, I've been up north. People don't, people don't be nice up there, man. People don't ask strangers how their day is going or tell them to have a nice day. If you're in like New York City, ain't none of them people, they're trying to like get you out of their way. And they're just like rough and gruff. And they don't understand that the world would be a better place to live in if there wasn't such if they wasn't such nasty to people, you know, if they wasn't so mean to people. And uh, you know, it's kinda like the turkey frying down here. What are you doing? You fry your turkey, right? Yeah, I fry my turkey. It's kinda like being up north. You know, did I just hear you say thank you to that person? And you're like, nah, I didn't even say that. Even if you did say thank you, you know, even if you did have common like just good manners, you will lie about it. You will lie about because you don't want people to think bad of you. You know, you don't want people to think bad of you because you said have a nice day. You know, so you lie and be like, I didn't say that. Shut up. But, uh, but anyway, that, uh, that's about it. That's about it for my Thanksgiving. So not bad, not bad. I've had worse. I've had worse. I've had worse. <laughs> That's something you don't want to say to a lot of people. Yeah. How was it? I've had worse. Yeah. Would you rather somebody tell you that they've had worse or they've had better? I think that I've had, I'd rather have somebody say I've had worse. Yeah. That's a nicer way. Saying I've had worse. That's like saying, you ain't the worst. Like, if you say, I've had better, that's like saying, you ain't the best. So I've had worse. That's really a better thing to say. You know? I wonder how many of my dates would say that. I've had worse. I've been on worse dates than this. You know, I wish they'd tell me. Because, man, 2021 ain't been my year. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what. 2021. I was about ready to hang it up. You know, I was about ready to hang it up. Uh, a few weeks ago, I met this this uh, this lady, right? And, uh, you know, everything was clicking at first. When we first started talking, everything was clicking, you know? And, and you know, we decided let's, let's go on us a little date, you know? And so we went on a little date and... Uh, we sat in a restaurant for like four hours just talking, right? Just talking at this restaurant. And, uh, and I mean, we, we had good conversation. You know, I ended up having to leave the waitress a really nice tip because I was like, man, all the ta- I looked around and all the tables weren't full, but I tied up one of your tables for all this time. I got to, I got to leave you a nice tip, you know? And, uh, when we were leaving the restaurant, um, we were in the parking lot and it was dark and I was like, I'm gonna make sure 
I'm going to make sure that uh, this lady makes it to her car. All right. It's a dark parking lot. We're in a big city, you know, and uh, and so, you know, I went to shake her hand, just kind of goofing off and she gave me a hug. And, you know, I thought that that was really sweet. And I'm the kind of guy where even if it's a good date, like even if it's a good date, I'm not going to go for a kiss on the first date. That's just not my move. I got to make them want it. No, I'm just kidding. I, it's just not, I don't know. It's not my style. Like, I'm not the kind of person that's like, let's get this moving fast. You know, it's just not me. It's not who I am. You know, maybe that's, I don't know. I don't think that that's wrong. You know, I don't think that there's a right and wrong. Well, there is a wrong way, but yeah, I just want the other person to be totally comfortable. You know, because I'm the guy, you know, so I just want you to be comfortable. If I'm not comfortable, I, I'm i okay. I'll be all right. You know what I mean? But I don't want somebody that might feel a little bit more vulnerability than me to feel that. Like, I don't, I want them to feel safe and everything's good. And if it's a good date, great. If it's a bad date, you know, have a nice life. You know, and so we're standing there. She gives me a hug and then she just stands there. And I'm like, dude, I'm cold. You know, I want to get my car. You know, I want to, I want to get my car and turn the heat on. And she just stands there and I'm kind of like, well, are you making sure I'm going to be safe? You know, because I'm good. I'm standing right by my car. And so she just stood there and I was like, what's, what's up? What's going on? And she was like, I don't know, kind of like a little shrug. I don't know, you know, like, oh, innocent me. And I was like, uh, what, do you want me to kiss you or what? And she was like, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you should want me to kiss her. And I was just like, man, I'm 40 years old. I'm 40 years old. I'm not going to kiss you on the first date, you know? If you're like, yeah, I want you to kiss me, I'll kiss you, you know? I'll kiss you on the first date if you give me the green light, you know? Because you don't really, I don't know, you can read people's body language a little bit, but you really, if it's somebody that you really don't know that well, it's like you're still learning them, you know? And there are general, I don't know, man, signs that you look for, I guess, but I'm too lazy to look for them. I'm not going to play a game, so I'm just going to come out and ask you, do you want me to kiss you? You know, that's the only reason you're sitting here lingering up in my grill, honey, you know? So she's like, I don't know. And so, like, we end up kissing. I was like, you know, we we uh got our smooch on for a while. And so uh, I was like, that first date went incredibly well, right? Couldn't have asked for a better first date, right? So, so, uh, so we talked for another week or two. I think it was another week, and uh, we would talk every day. You know, we would we would Facetime, which I'm not real big on the Facetime, man. I ain't real big on the Facetime, and I ain't real big on texting all day every day. I ain't into that. You know. Like, just what's everything detail of your life that's going on? Ah, I just, ah, 
I don't like it. <laughs> it's not who, it's not what I like to do because I'm so, I'm used to being single. So I'm used to being, doing my own thing, you know, and in the afternoon, I want to be able to take a nap. And that was the first red flag. You know, that was, well, I don't know. That was the first thing I would say a red flag for me. Some people could deal with it, but I said to her, I says, I says, uh, she's like, what are you doing? I was like, well, after I do this, this and that, like run some errands, you know, take my kids around where they need to go. I'm going to take a nap. I'm pretty tired. You know, that's midway through the week. You know, I'll be, I, I start running on fumes. I need a little, I, I need to recharge a little bit. You know, I was like, I'm going to take a nap. She was like, oh no, you got to talk to me. And then when I talked to her, she was like, it was just boring stuff. I mean, it was just like, she FaceTimed me and that's like, oh, I'm a fold laundry and I'm going to carry my phone around and set it down. And there was one time where she put her phone down and then was bent over doing something and then came back. So I'm, I'm on FaceTime now. Right, I'm looking at a little screen on my phone. Why we can't just have a phone call? A phone call would be fine with me, you know? And uh, so she bent over in front of the phone. Then she came up to the phone, and she was like, you were looking at my butt. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, it kind of like, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. Like, don't bend over. That's like bending over dead in front of somebody. All I have is this little screen, right? All I have is this little screen that you FaceTime me on. You bend over in front of it and be like, you looking at my butt. And I don't know if she's being playful or what, but I was kind of like, I was kind of like, what, what are you talking about? Your butt took up the whole screen. So... I mean, what what do you want? What what do you want from me right now? And I was probably a little tired and I was probably a little cranky. But anyway, we talked, you know, we talked all week. Everything's good. I thought everything was good to somebody that I that I click with, you know, because I don't click with a lot of people. I don't. But I just pretty much I would listen to what she would have to say about every detail of her life. And then she was like, well, do you want to come down here and we'll hang out, you know, this coming weekend? And I was like, sure. And so I went over there and, uh, or I drove to where she was, um, on the weekend. And, uh, and it was kind of, it was kind of weird. Like I didn't, we had had one date. You know, and it went well, and then we FaceTime every day. So it kind of felt like we knew each other a little bit better than what we actually did. But the physical chemistry was kind of weird because we hadn't we hadn't been around each other, right? We hadn't been around each other um, like that, you know, like a normal couple would, you know, if you probably saw someone every day because we don't live real close to each other. And, uh, so I went down there and everything was good. And, uh, 
And she was like, you want to go to the grocery store and we'll get some steaks and stuff and uh, you can grill them and, you know, we can hang out and watch Netflix or whatever. And uh, I was like, yeah. And so um, we went to the grocery store and, you know, got some stuff and everything was good. And then we came up, we came back and, you know, we watched a little TV and she's like, do you care if I fold some laundry? And I was like, that's kind of weird because I'm not here. That's like a married person's thing or somebody that's in a relationship. Then they live together. That's like something like I'm going to fold laundry. But I was like, yeah, that's fine. You know, whatever. And then uh, to make a long story longer, she was like, you ready to eat? So I was like, yeah, let me get these steaks out. She said, I'm going to call and check on my kid. My kid is at my ex's house. I was like, that's straight. Check on the old kiddo. I get the grill going, cook these steaks to perfection because that is what I do, you know, these beautiful ribeyes. And then uh, and then we'll eat, you know. So I was like, well, her kid's little. This will be like a two-minute conversation. So I heard her on the phone. She went in the other room, got on the phone. I heard her on the phone. And, uh... And she talked to her kid, like, for a couple minutes, like maybe five minutes. I put the steaks on the grill, heated the grill up, put the steaks on there, cooked them to perfection, brought them back in, um, had some potatoes going, some baked potatoes. And I was like, that ain't her kid's voice, you know, on the phone. She was back there talking to her ex, right? And uh, <laughs> and I was just like, okay. And then it turned, it was just like small talk, right? 30 minutes had gone by. You're sitting there chatting it up with your ex. 30 minutes go by. I'm starting to get a little agitated. An hour goes by. I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, I don't know about this. You know what I mean? She shut the door and was talking to her ex, right? And I was just like, at that point, I was like, man... I'm going to probably eat my steak and bounce, you know, or look for a way out of this. Because this is just, why am I here, man? You don't need me here. Well, then she came out. She finally came out. She gave me a big, she come up behind me on the couch, gave me a big old hug. I'm so sorry. You'll never forgive me. I'm so sorry. And was kissing me and hugging me. And I was like, you know, if there's a way to make me forget that I'm agitated it's for a lady that's nice to look at to kiss me and hug me. And then a lot of times I'm like, what red flags? What? I don't even see no red flags, you know? And so I'm like, it's all right, Glenn, let it go. You know, let it go. What? Why are you getting all upset about? So we sat there and ate. I turned something on Netflix. We sat there and ate. And then she was like, she sat down beside me for a little while, right? And then she was like, I took us a sleeping pill. I took my sleeping pill. And I was like, dude, this is like 8 o'clock on a Saturday night. 8 o'clock, right? And that's something else. Like, something else that really was, it was originally kind of weird to me about this lady was... <laughs> During the week, she would, she'd go to bed at like seven o'clock at night. And at first I was like, do I really want to be with somebody that goes to bed at seven o'clock at night? Because what if something happened? What if we really, what if we really click, man? 
you know, what if we really click? What if we ended up together and I'm sitting here with somebody that goes to bed at seven o'clock at night? You know, well, then I started thinking in my head, I was like, maybe that's not so bad because I like to do my own thing. I like to watch what I want to watch on TV. So if I'm up till 10 o'clock every night, you go to bed at seven o'clock every night. That's three hours, right? That's three hours that I'm pretty much single, you know, and I can do as I please. So if you add that up, right, if you add that up seven days a week, right, seven days a week, even on the weekends, I'd be like, baby, you ain't got to stay up with me. You ain't even got to worry about it. But she stayed up till eight o'clock on Saturday. So if she stays up till eight o'clock on the weekends, that's what, four hours that I would be up without her. And then during the week, that would be three hours. That'd be 15. So that's like 19 hours total at night that I get Glenn time. Happy, happy Glenn time. So that's 19 hours a week. And then like if she gets off work and gets home, let's say around four, five, six, seven, you know, it works out to where besides the weekends, it works out to where I'm single like half the time. So I get to carry on, you know, and do as I please and be selfish, you know, and that sounds like a pretty good deal to me, you know, that sounds like a relationship that would work, you know, and so, so, uh, so she was like, I took the sleeping medicine. It was like eight o'clock and I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, well, what am I good? What am I going to do? And she's like, well, I'm going to bed. And so I was like, all right. So I just pretty much sat there all night thinking like, do I leave? Like, do I, am I just supposed to leave? Like, this is somebody that invited me here. She's kissy, kissy, huggy, huggy. And then she's like, let me go talk to my ex for a while. And then she comes out from that, eats. Doesn't tell me she had taken a sleeping pill until after she ate. And is this somebody that I just want to ghost? You know? No. But this is somebody that doesn't, we don't have a future together. So how am I going to deal with this? I know this is a long story. This is my life, man. This is why, this is the kind of thing that I get myself into when I should just be doing a podcast and being like, so bananas are weird, huh? Let me tell a story about ancient Egyptians and bananas. You know, that's what I should be doing. But I ain't doing that. I'm getting myself into messes, you see. And and so I'm sitting there, right? I'm sitting there. It's the middle of the night. And I'm like, man, I can't just leave. You know, I'm real tired. But I'm kind of like freaked out because this isn't my house. I don't know this person real good. And just like, <laughs> I'm not going to get to know him any better, you know? And so I was like, there's a hotel by the interstate. I can just go to the hotel and stay at the hotel, get some sleep and get up and go home. But then I was like, man, I really don't want to just disappear and her wake up and something's not right here. And so I was like, all right, 
I'm going to tough it out. Luckily, I probably got 30 minutes of sleep, if that. I don't think I got an hour. Probably 30 minutes of sleep that night. She was up at like 6 or 6.30, you know, and and uh, and I'm just sitting there like, all right, how you doing? Good morning. You know, she came and cuddled up to me. I was like, all right, how am I going to get out of that? this? And so I was like, well, I already told her what time I would have to leave today. You know, so she already knows that I don't have to leave for about four or five more hours, right? And so we get up. She starts making breakfast. I'm just sitting there still. I'm just sitting there on the couch. Do you want something to eat? No, I'm good. I'm going to drink my coffee, right? I'm just sitting there drinking coffee, thinking, all right, this is what I'm going to do. This is the plan I came up with. I'm going to act like everything's all right. I'm going to get out of here. And then when I'm far away from this place, in a couple days, I'm going to... Ah, this ain't working out, you know, which is fine, which is fine. I didn't do, I didn't, I didn't do anything with her. You know, we made out a little bit. That was the extent of it. I was like, that is a good plan. I sat there for about 30 more minutes and I was just like, you know what? I want to rip the bandaid off today. I want this to be it. I'm, I don't want to lead somebody on whether they're crazy or not, I don't want to lead somebody on to make it easier on me, breaking it off, you know, so I'm going to see what I can do, right? So I'm sitting there with all this stuff going through my head, you know, and I'd been up basically all night, but I still had the wherewithal to be like, you know, this ain't something I want to do, yeah. And so, you know, I... I I just was sitting there and she said, you know, I was flipping through stuff on TV and she was like, so how do you feel about being exclusive? Right. And I was like, oh, here we go. Because I told her she wanted to talk to me about it on the phone earlier in the week. And I was just like, oh, well, you want to talk to me when I'm, I'd rather talk about that stuff face to face, you know? And so she said, how do you feel about being exclusive? And I was like, that's her saying she wants to be exclusive. And so I was like, well, how do you feel? You haven't been around me. Now you've been around me for about 24 hours. You know, how do you feel about me? And she was like, I don't know. We can't be or whatever, you know? And I was like, ah, no, we can't. <laughs> I didn't say that. But I was like, well, you know, just to be honest with you, I wasn't crazy about how last night went. You know, how you stayed on the phone all that time and then you said you were going to stay up and then you came out and just told me that you had taken a sleeping pill and you went to bed like eight o'clock. I was like, that was kind of weird. And then when I said that, she she said, well, since I said that, she said, well, I kind of like seeing who I'm dating. I like seeing them every day. Because I couldn't be like the only negative one. She had to come out and be like, well, I don't want to date you either, you know, or say something negative about it. And I was like, that ain't much, but I can work with that, darling. And so I <laughs> I took that and I was like, you know, I was like, I, I really, really like you, you know. I said, but 
maybe in a different world where I live closer, where we live closer to each other, this would work. I said, I just really don't want to get emotionally attached and then it not work out, you know, and have to go through all that. And as I was saying it, it was kind of like one of them things where I start talking. I was so tired. I was like, I don't even know where this is going, man. I don't even know. It's like driving a car with your eyes closed. You know, when you start talking, you don't know where you're going with it. And you're like, please, God, help this to end somewhere good. You know, where I want it to end, <laughs> where I want this car parked, please, you know. But that's what ended up coming out. So I was like, that's pretty good, man. You know, I'm proud of myself at that point. And uh, and then it was like, okay, well, we established that we're not going to be a thing no more. And so uh, I just sat there a little bit longer because I was like, man, what am I supposed to do now? And she turned on some romance movie, you know, one of them, one of them uh, rom-coms or something. And I was like, man, I'm trying to plan my escape, but I can't. What do you do? Do you just get up and be like, well, and so she got up and walked to the kitchen. About that time, I jumped up and I was like, I'm going to go, right? I'm going to go. I met her coming back out of the kitchen. And uh, I was like, can I give you a hug? And she hugged me. Right. She hugged me really tight. And I hugged her and was like, you know, you're going to find somebody. You're going to find somebody. And she was like, no, I'm not. Right. That's what she said. And I was like, no, you probably ain't. <laughs> You know, but I didn't say that. I was like, oh, does it's time to go. And so I walked out of her house. She opened the garage door for me. Dude, I'm not even lying. By the time I hit that garage door, it was already coming down behind me. Right. And there she stood, you know, with the garage door coming down, never to be seen by Glenn again. You know, and that was like the that was the one that made me want to hang it up. You know, because that happened and I was just like, man, now I got to sit in this driveway and let my car defrost. And, you know, I've never been so, I've never been so relieved, you know. And I got on my phone and she had me, dude, she had me blocked up on everything within 15 minutes. But that's cool. That's cool, baby girl. You do you. You know, I've never been, I don't know. I have been relieved to get out of stuff, I, I shouldn't say that. I would say as far as this year, let's just say this year, that was just a bad, that just left a bad taste in my mouth, right? And then I met another woman. I won't go into that because I know that was a long story, guys, and I appreciate you taking the ride with me. I do. It's like my therapy. I've told this story a couple times to a couple people, you know, I've told it to a few people because I'm just like, good gracious, man. Why why do I attract this? Or is this what there is? You know, is this what... Because I think when you're young and you're dating, you have those glaring differences and you have those red flags and whatever, but you've learned... It's like you have so much... Maybe it's a sex drive. Maybe that's it. Maybe your sex drive is just so high when you're young. You're willing to tolerate and 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 deal with people's stuff, you know? And they're willing to deal with yours because, let's face it, when you're young and dumb, man, 
we all have our ways. We have our annoying ways. And so I think that when you're a little bit older and you have a little bit more clarity and a little less noise that your body's making, you're just like, all right, this ain't good to be doing here, <laughs> you know? But, uh, you kind of, I, I don't know. I think that that's what love and marriage kind of is, is you are willing to tolerate their quirks and they're willing to tolerate your quirks because I know I got stuff, man. I don't think that I got as much as the sleep a lot lady. I don't think I got that much quirks. You know, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm in denial, I think that there's a little bit more like normal to me. You know, I'll be straight up. I'll be straight up with you. I ain't going to lie to you, right? I'll be honest with you. And uh, what you see is what you get, but I'm not trying to put on like I'm something that I'm not, you know? And neither was she. She's just a sleep a lot lady. That has a hang up with her ex, man. You know, and that ain't for me to judge. That ain't for me. If you hung up on your ex, that ain't my, that ain't, I, I don't need to say nothing mean to you about that. I'm just going to be like, I'm not all right being the new guy and just sitting there while you're talking to your ex. I'm allowed to do that because that's my time, you know, and you're somebody that's like a potential potentially somebody that could be in my life and my future. And if you ain't turned the page yet from where you were, then, you know, this ain't going to work. Yeah. And we can't even talk about it because you got to sleep. <laughs> you got to sleep, sleep all the time. So, uh, so that happened. And I was like, man, after that happened, I was like, I'm going to hang it up, man. I'm going to hang it up for the rest of the year because that was just weird, you know? And sometimes when weird stuff happens in your life, you just don't, I don't know, man, you don't, uh, you need some time to recover. You know, it's kind of like when you go to the, uh, to a restaurant and you might get food poisoning there. It's your favorite restaurant, man. I got food poisoning. You know, you might need to take you a few months off. You know, you're going to go back. You're going to get back after it because you like the sesame chicken. You know? Is that not, am I not, is that anti, boy, should I say, fried chicken. <laughs> but you like the, you like the lo mein, you know? But you got food poisoning there. You got a bad egg roll. You got a hold of a bad egg roll. And so you're just like, man, I'm going to take some time off. I got a bad egg roll. And, uh, and so that's what, how I kind of felt like, man, maybe I just need some time off, but then I met somebody else. Yeah. That's kind of how it works. And who am I to argue with fate? You know, who am I to say no fate? I still got a bad taste in my mouth from the sleep a lot lady. You know, this, this next lady that I met was my age, right? She was my age, a little more mature, you know? Because the sleep a lot lady was about 10 years younger than me. You know, she still had some, some stuff to learn in life. You know, she doesn't learn as much as most people do in life because she's asleep most of the time. So 
you know, I met a lady my age and our conversation was different than anyone that I've ever dated before or been with or had a romantic interest in. Like our conversations were a hundred percent honest, just blunt, you know, and that's something that's kind of, I don't know. I haven't seen that a lot, you know, where somebody will just be like, you can ask me anything you want and I'll ask you anything that I want. And it just cuts out a lot of the, like the fakeness that you have to go through. The superficial, like, what's your favorite? So tell me a little bit about, like, what kind of music do you like? Like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite flower? What's your favorite food? What do you like to do? You know, it's just like all the, it's kind of like all the, all the uh, women on like dating apps and uh, dating websites, they'll be like, I like to hike and kayak and throw axes. Man, I ain't trying to throw no axe. When did that become a thing? You know, when did that become a thing where the, where people like to throw axes? Like, I ain't trying to throw no axes unless I'm chopping wood for something. Like, I'm not trying, what, what I want to throw an axe for, you know, and they'll have pictures of themselves pointing at an axe that's in some kind of target at some place where you go and throw the axes. Man, I might hurt my shoulder doing that. You know, I might hurt my shoulder. Throwing, I ain't trying to throw an axe. Are you crazy? And then they have like kayak pictures, like the one time they went kayaking in the last four years. They have pictures of them on a kayak. And then they have, which is like a, it's kind of like a hipster canoe is all that is. That's all that is. Is a, oh, It's like the people that climb, and then they have the hiking pictures where they hike up to a mountain and take a selfie or have somebody take a picture of them on the edge of a cliff, you know? Man, I'm not even about that. That is so fake. When I see stuff like that, you can be beautiful. You can be a beautiful woman. And that is such a turnoff for me to see stuff like that. Because I know that that's not reality. I know that all of us are out here grinding, busting our butts. Yeah, especially people with kids. Busting our butts at work. And then, you know, taking care of kids. And by the end of the week, you ain't kayaking, honey. You ain't kayaking. You ain't hiking every weekend. Maybe there are people that do that. And maybe I just, but it's not people I want to be associated with. <laughs> you know? Where you, what are you, on coke? What, what, how, how do you have energy like that at the end of the week? You know, so I'm not buying that. Because I have pictures of me on hikes. I have pictures of me in places that I don't regularly, places I don't frequent. But I'm not going to use that because that's misleading. That's not my life, dude. You know, I like that stuff. But, you know, my hobbies are, I like naps. You know, I like, I'm not a foodie. I like good, good you know, food, you know, I might like a slice of avocado on my plate every here and there. You know, I think that I have pretty good taste. 
that I've developed over the last few years. But I mean, I'm not, that's not me. I'm just normal. And I go to work and I take care of my kids and I'd like to take a nap and, you know, watch the new Dexter. Yeah. Oh, Dexter's back. I got to talk about that in a minute. So I met this uh, this lady and we talked, man. And we were just honest with each other. You know? And I'm like, what's with all these people kayaking, hiking everywhere? And, you know, we talked and we, we got deep and we, we told each other, you know, I was just like 100% honest about my past, about everything with this woman. You know? And, uh, and she was honest with me, you know, and then the more we talked, you know, we got to a point where she brought up watching pornography, right? She brought up watching pornography and I was kind of like, this kind of weird, you know, because I hadn't said anything. I'd said nothing sexual at all to this woman. She brought up watching pornography and then she talked about the kind of pornography that she liked, Right. And I was like, okay, all right. And uh, it had to do with a lot with, uh, it had to do a lot with, with other ladies. And uh, I was like, well, it sounds like you're bisexual. Are you bisexual? Do you, if you don't mind me asking, you know, since we ask, since we're honest about everything else, you know, that we talked about. You know, you don't have to answer if you don't want to. And she was like, no, I don't mind you asking. Yes, I am. And I was like, well, it kind of sounds like you like to like to be with another lady more than you like to be with a man, you know. But, uh, you know, and it's not that's not it's not again, it's not my place to it's not if that's what if that's what you want to do, like the. That's not my place to tell you that that's right or wrong or whatever. You know, you got to live your life. I got to live my life, you know, but I don't want to be with a crazy woman, the sleep a lot woman. Yeah, I don't want to be in a relationship with the sleep a lot woman. I don't want to be in a relationship where a lady's like not there with me because she's too busy watching pornography with a bunch of ladies. Yeah, I just that's just not. Ah. I don't know. That's not the direction I want my life to go in, you know, and I'm trying to get better at reading those red flags, you know, I'm trying to get better, but, uh, not to say that's not to say that I am getting better, but I'm trying to get better, you know, and I just want to, I don't know, man, I would like to, I would like to, uh, to experience something nice. You know, that's what it comes down to. I've talked about it on the podcast before. And I know I've ranted about it for a long time today, but I'd like to experience something nice in my life, but I'm not desperate to do that, if that makes sense. You know, and it seems like some of these people I talk to, there, there's you kind of sense that a little bit. You kind of sense that they want somebody real bad. You know, because maybe you don't want to settle for me either. You know, I don't sleep 15 hours a day. I might not be the guy for you, darling. You know, I don't sit around. I don't want to sit around watching, you know, all these women making pornography movies. I don't want to sit around watching that with you every day. So maybe I'm not the one for you. You know, that's okay. It's okay not to be the one for the other people. 
Oh, another thing that they like to do. I'll tell you another thing that I see a lot of, you know, and you see it too on social media is them. Let's go pick apples, you know, in the fall or right before Thanksgiving it's apple picking time. You know, let's go pick us some apples. And I've seen that I was driving somewhere and I drove by an apple orchard uh, one weekend and it was slam packed out. Yeah. And that ain't nothing but a bunch of people that have money going to do that. That ain't a poor man's activity right there. You know, if Carl that works on the oil rig comes home and his old lady's like, let's go take us some apple picking pictures for Facebook. Carl will be like, are you crazy? Like, I'll buy you a bag of apples. I will buy you a bag of apples at the store, you know, and it'll be cheaper and it'll be faster. And I ain't got to get all dressed up and go pick apples. Because all that is, is people wanting to take pictures of each other harvesting a fruit. It's, it's autumn. So let's go harvest a fruit and take pictures of ourselves dressed nicely doing a poor man's job. You know? You don't really want to pick apples. You don't you don't really want to pick apples. If you do that and you listen to my podcast, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you right now. It's you're trying to keep up with the Joneses. You don't care about let's go harvest some fruit. If it was just about the apples, go to your local farmers market, just buy some apples. You know, eat them. Buy them and eat them without telling everybody that you're buying them apples and you're eating them apples. Like you ain't even gotta you ain't gotta tell everybody that you're that you're doing this. That's all that that is though. It's like a photo op for white collar people, you know, or and blue collar people that want to act like they white collar people. You know, we all know them people. It's just a photo op, is all it is. And it ain't even, it's just weird, man. It's just weird. If you would have told, you know, somebody in the 1800s, like the Mott's applesauce guy, if you would have told him, you know, say in 2021, people's going to be getting dressed up, you see. And they're going to take their, you know, their phone. Tell this to Alexander Graham Bell. They're going to take their phone and they're going to take a picture with it because there's a camera on it. They're going to be all dressed up in the apple orchard, you see. And they're going to take a picture, you see. And then they're going to put it on this thing called social media, you see. And for everybody else to like, even though it's stupid, you know, it's fall, it's apple picking weather. Let's put on our Sunday's best and go pick us some apples, you see. The Mont's applesauce guy will be like, what? Why? That's weird. You know, we do some weird stuff, man. People be doing some weird stuff, you know, and 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 that just, I don't know. Something about it. I got all fired up that day. I saw all them cars, all them nice, all them luxury SUVs parked at the apple orchard. It kind of made me, it kind of made me. I kind of didn't like what was going on there, you know? 
because you're just doing this to be fake, to impress other people, and you're taking some guy's job, man. Some guy's job that's like the apple picker, you know. He reaches all the ones that y'all don't want to reach. All y'all doing is y'all is picking all the low-hanging fruit that would be easy for him to get. Y'all picking all that up. Like, OMG, hashtag apple, hashtag picking, hashtag cider, cinnamon. Like, come on, man. Come on, that ain't even right. You know it ain't right. But, I mean, that's just the world we're living in now, you know? And the world we're living in is a weird place, man. A world we're living in is like a world where Pete Davidson is just a weird-looking, rough-looking dude. But he's, like, going through all the women, (laughs) every woman that's famous, you know? And uh, it's just, and, and everybody's, like, I don't know. Everybody's kind of interested in it, but I don't know. It's just in the news a lot, and I don't know. I thought I saw Kim Kardashian. Boy, they don't waste no time. When celebrities break up, when celebrities break up, they don't need no time, like no rebound time. Like immediately when A-Rod and uh, J-Lo broke up, like she's immediately with Ben Affleck, and then uh and then A-Rods with some young trainer. It's like, man, y'all ain't even y'all ain't even got no feelings or nothing, man. But uh yeah, that's just the world we're living in nowadays, I I reckon. But uh but I'm growing my beard back. I'm bringing the old beard back. I shaved the beard. I've been without a beard for most of this year and I started growing it back a little bit. I tried the little I tried to shave the mustache off. Uh, because I always keep a goatee, I tried to shave the mustache off, but, uh, and tried to, you know, just have the little chin patch going on. Maybe it was some kind of crisis I was going through, but I was like, man, I ain't cut out for this. I'll wear my hat backwards, you know, and have gauges. I don't have gauges in my ears or drive a Mitsubishi Eclipse you know, with the little Japanese stickers on the back of it. Um, but those, them's the rules, you know? If you're just going to have a chin patch, your hat. I, like, I shaved my mustache off. I was like, man, I want to turn my hat around, you know? I just, something, something ain't right. It's like I got to balance it out. I got to balance out something, yeah? But I was like, man, it's sunny. I wanted my brim, you know? I want the brim. I don't want the my neck to be shady back there. I don't want no shade for my neck. I want shade for my face. You know, so I I had to grow the mustache back. Then I was like, man, I miss my beard. I don't like shaving, so you know that's uh that's going on. So there there's some information for you to have. Um, what else? An eclipse happened. An eclipse happened, and let me tell you what I didn't care for it. And I'm going to tell you why I didn't care for it. Because every every time one of these eclipses happened, you know, remember the, la- remember the last big eclipse that happened? I remember it. Um, I was uh, I was seeing a, a girl at the time, and she was all excited about the eclipse happening. And then uh, Donald Trump came out and stared directly into the sun. Remember that? That was my favorite part of any president that has ever been. That was my favorite thing that happened. 
is like he come out and everyone's wearing them glasses and he just stared at the sun, you know. That's a man right there. It takes a man to just stare into the, you know, you you can stare into the 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 eyes of anything, you know, your worst fear. You can face your worst fear, but it takes a different breed to just stare at the sun, you know. But I remember her being all excited about it and being off work and taking her kid. And I was just like, ah, I'll act interested, you know, because you're so interested, you know, which is a, is what you do when you're in a relationship. You, you act interested in what people care about, you know? And, uh, and so evidently there was one a week or two ago and they're like, this is once every, ever how many years. And I was like, but I don't, I don't care. Yeah, and I said something to that effect to the person. Then I went back and apologized and acted interested after I had told them the truth already. You know, after I told them the truth, I had to backpedal a little bit and go back and be dishonest. <laughs> Tell me about it. Really? It's the only one for every 300 years? You know, but let me tell you something, man. Every day that you live has never happened before and will never happen again. The events that happen in the world, in your life, will never happen again. They never have happened, and they never will happen again. Because you are in, you are, you only get to live each, each moment one time. That's all that you get, man. You just get to live every second, like this second right now. See, I can't go back and relive that second. It's past. Right. So everything is, you know, everything is, is once, you know, everything is once like this moment in time is actually rarer than the eclipse that just happened. You know, so I don't really understand people's fascination with it. I think that the media and like some nerds will be like, you should be interested in this. No, you should be interested in this because you're a nerd. You know, I don't like, I don't be looking up at the sky, you know, like that. I'd be like, oh, it's a clear night. I see some stars. Did you know that those stars, that star right there burned out five billion years ago? And you're just now seeing, uh, I don't care. I just want to look at it and be like, cool. Yeah. So, you know, but I'm thankful for the nerves because they do a lot of good in the world. You know, and we'll just leave it at that. That's all I'll say about it. That's all I really have to say about it. You know, but, uh, but anyway, the new Dexter's back. I'm thankful. Let's talk about some being thankful for stuff, man. I'm thankful for the new Dexter. I, oh man, it is so good. It's so good. And uh, I actually subscribed to Showtime, you know, just for this. You know, I'll never, I won't keep it. I don't have stuff like that. I have some streaming channels, but like like HBO Max or Showtime. Like, I don't subscribe to that stuff, you know. But Dexter is my favorite show that has ever been. And it has been phenomenal phenomenal from the get-go. And I'm not going to ruin it, man. If you're waiting for it to come out 
all the way out before you subscribe to Showtime or you're waiting for the new season to hit um, Netflix like in its entirety so you can binge it. My goodness. It has done nothing but just pick up steam. It's called Dexter New Blood, right? And the showrunner, the original showrunner from Dexter left after season four from the Trinity, after the Trinity killer. And then I think season five had Julia Stiles in it. Season six, I want to say that's the one with the Hanks kid, not Chet Hanks, but uh, Tom Hanks, son that he's actually proud of. Um, but it went downhill after the Trinity Killer. Because you remember in season four, it was John Lithgow, that 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 scene, that Thanksgiving scene when Dexter's in his house and uh, they get into it and he drags them through the house like with something wrapped around John Lithgow's neck puts a knife up to him the Thanksgiving episode um and uh Masuka saw the neighbor guy kiss um Dexter's wife Rita and then Dexter like decked the neighbor when he found out um but we all know what happens if you haven't seen Dexter just shut the podcast or skip ahead on the podcast a little bit you remember that at the end of um at the end of that season, the Trinity killer killed Rita in the bathtub with the blood and Dexter's kid Harrison was sitting there in the blood by the time Dexter got there, right? Well, in the new season of Dexter, and they kind of did away with the Dark Passenger in the last season, which really made me mad. They brought that woman doctor on there and it just kind of, it was a horrible ending. Well, they brought the original showrunner back and so they're bringing back the dark passenger. They're bringing back like flashbacks in the episode this morning that I ain't going to, I mean, I woke up at 2 a.m. and I couldn't sleep. So I ain't going to lie. I watched the new episode. They put on Showtime. You ain't got to wait. I mean, they put it on the website or on the Showtime where you could stream it. So at 2 a.m. I was watching a new episode. You want to talk about good, man. And it was flashing back to that season, season four. Trinity. It was showing stuff with Trinity. You know, oh man, how good. Man, the world just has, you know, when you see the videos that I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast, when you see how people act, when you see how people treat each other, a show Dexter just makes it feel like, even though it's fictional, it's just like, ah, uh, there's some balance in the universe. You know, there's some, there's some balance. There's some Dexters out there somewhere, you know, doing away with these kind of people. So it's all right. But, uh, oh man, I can't say enough good about it. If you're a Dexter fan, man, it's worth it. How much is Showtime? It's worth it, man. It's worth it. New episodes every week. Now they have four out. When that first episode came out, I mean, it's been about, well, how's long as it's been? Nine, ten years since it ended? I watched that first episode like probably four times. I would just turn it on in the background just because I was like, it made me feel good to know this is new. You know, this is new Dexter. Yeah, and he's aged. You know, instead of his dad, you know how his dad, he would see his dad, that would be like his, it was not his conscience, but it kind of was his conscience, like Harry, his adopted dad. Harry would be there talking to him. And Dexter would have these internal dialogues 
but you would see Harry physically there. Even though he was dead, you would see him there. And, you know, especially when Dexter was conflicted about what to do in a situation, Harry would be there. Well, now it's Deb. Now Deb's there. Oh, it's so good. I can't say enough good about it. So I'm thankful for that, man. That's something that I'm thankful for. I'm thankful that I didn't get killed by the sleep-a-lot lady. I'm thankful for that. You know? I'm thankful that something weird didn't happen there. Well, I take that back. I'm, <laughs> I'm thankful it didn't get any weirder than what it got. You know? So I'm thankful for that. You know, I'm thankful that I have, you know, toenails. I'm thankful that I have toenails. Because I think that I think that my feet would look kind of weird if I didn't have toenails. You know, if they were just round all the way, all the way around. If they were just like this round and there was just this one big toe print, you know, that would be kind of, that would kind of be bad. And the, the people that make toenail polish and fingernail polish, like, uh, they wouldn't have as much work, you know. They wouldn't. They wouldn't employ as much people. So I'm glad that all of them got jobs. I'm thankful that all the fingernail polish companies, you know, have that work for them. You know, it's kind of like if we all had one leg. Shoe companies couldn't do. I mean, I guess you would wear out a shoe quicker if you just had one leg and you was hopping around everywhere. That you might go through the same amount of shoes. Yeah, but you probably you probably wouldn't. Yeah, you probably would try to stretch that one shoe out. But I guess you would buy like when you bought a pair. I wonder if you'd say you you wouldn't buy pairs of shoes. You would just get you would just get one shoe. You would just go and buy you one shoe. You know. So that'd be pretty weird. They probably charge you a little bit more for it. I don't know. I don't know, man. But uh. I don't know. I've kind of rambled. I've kind of said my piece, man. I kind of said my piece. I was a bit long-winded today. I said a lot of stuff. I said a lot of stuff about some stuff, about some things. So uh, it feels good to be back. And it ain't because I don't love you that I ain't here, man. It ain't because I don't love you that I'm not putting out as much podcast. I'm just really... I'm busy in my life. And... uh and sometimes there feels like there ain't enough left. And sometimes you got to take time. And uh, you just got to, you got to do for yourself a little bit. You kind of got to recharge, you know. And, and lately I've just been, oh no, I'm not discouraged. I'm not, I'm not sad or discouraged about my, about my love life. It is what it is, man. It's my journey. You know, it's the it's the road that I'm on. I'm a single man at 40 years old. And it just uh I I I think that when I find that person, which I hope that I find that person someday, you know, it'll make all this crazy stuff worth it if somebody don't kill me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, I just got to get better about them red flags. You know, I just got to get better about seeing them. I, I'm better than I used to be. 
I'll say that. I am better than I used to be, and I do learn from my mistakes, you know, somewhat. Somewhat I do. Somewhat there's like an idiot inside of me, you know. There just is. There just is, you know. So, you know, hopefully... You know, hopefully I find that person, but until I do, I ain't going to try to rush it. I ain't going to try to settle, but I'm not one of those people that's like, I know what I'm looking for and I know my worth and I'm not going to settle. Even though I said that, like, I, I, I have realistic expectations, you know, I do. I'm not, I'm not going to find somebody that's perfect because I'm not perfect, you know, and we're all and i don't want to i don't want to lead people on i don't want to use people i don't want to waste your time you know and and you know so i'm just not that's not who i am man so uh well i mean i guess i kind of wasted a little over an hour of your time today but i ain't going to do it to a lady <laughs> but uh but guys thank you for listening glenn thank stuff i'll try to get another one of these out sooner than later you know no promises but you know i think i went about a month without doing a podcast and i I don't like doing that man i don't like doing that because i'm like if this something that i'm gonna do it needs to be you know a priority you know so maybe instead of going on a date with you know the red flag lady i'd just be like you know what i'm gonna do a podcast today instead but you guys take care. I hope that everybody's safe. I hope that your your uh your Thanksgiving travels were safe and you know, I hope that that everybody enjoyed things the break. You know, if you're overseas, I hope you enjoyed normal life. But uh y'all take care. I'll talk to you soon.